This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majlis podcast. Green. Green. Green Conversations. For a brighter future. Yeah, Green Conversations here on the Morning Majlis. We're talking about the incredible Shira Sustainability Forum that uh, yesterday announced a winner of the Sharjah Access Challenge. And our finest, Rania, was able to go down and have a few conversations, a few green conversations uh, that we're about to bring you here on the show. How was it, Rania, yesterday? I know that we talked about the uh, uh, the food selection that oh, was yeah. there. Oh, yeah, that was incredible, yeah, to it, be honest. It was from... Everything, everything that was actually in the forum when it comes to food, mm. it was all organic and it was all made from Sabah Sanabal here from Sharjah. Wow. And it was all home- homegrown from Sharjah. Wow. So all the meat was from Sharjah all the wheat mm. uh, anything that was made with wheat it was all from Sabah Sanabil or Sharjah's wheat and um, uh, even the the vegetables they were all grown here uh, from, from Sharjah it must so have it was amazing it must have yeah eating something so like that so it was that. really nice that was part of of course the event was not about exactly that but that was part of the event because mm. we were celebrating and put it and shifting the focus um, on sustainability and agriculture and livestock as well um, so that's why it was a, a great way to showcase that in in one aspect and also of course the whole the whole idea of this um, uh, this Shira sustainability forum and part of its activities is this uh, the awards distribution ceremony that they had yesterday Shira uh, they organized the Sharjah Access Challenge for the fifth time and uh, it event this event basically recognized the winners of the challenge categories and sought to identify and support those emerging and innovative businesses that are addressing those environmental and pressing issues that are facing mm. us uh, in this world so uh, basically there were two um, winners Basically, uh, the Candom Technologies from Spain, they won the Transforming Waste Management category within the Be A Group Challenge, while the Green Future Project Company won Towards Achieving Net Carbon Emissions category within the Sharjah Sustainable City Challenge. And I got to speak to Mish'al Tasaddaq, the Head of Strategy and Partnerships uh, at Shara yesterday. And uh, she told me, uh, she, she spoke to me about why and what was the criteria that they looked at while choosing the winners and why is the shift so important to uh, towards sustainability and agriculture altogether so this is the conversation that i had with mishal tasaddaq so mishal start talking to us about um, how the winners were selected based on what criteria yeah absolutely so i think for the challenge statements that we had defined, which were around achieving net zero and waste management, we wanted to ensure that we did a global call out because we are working with pioneering partners like Beer Group and Sharjah Sustainable City. And the winners were selected obviously because of firstly the solution that they presented. Is it solving for the challenge statements? But looking at things such as their traction, what have they achieved so far? And whether they're looking to access the UAE market through Sharjah. It was very important for us to be able to drive global innovation to Sharjah. That was a main criteria for selection. And also, um, why is it important for partners to be working with startups like those winners um, that were chosen today, like the Green Future Project and Candom? I think the key to be able to innovate is to be constantly looking for better solutions, not just within the local market, but also outside. 
and we have been so fortunate to work with the likes of BIA Group and Charter Sustainable City who are open to finding these solutions from around the world and to innovate. What this allows for them to do is to tap into ready-made solutions globally and to be able to then incorporate them here in the Sharjah market. And I think the, what we've seen so far successfully is that it's very important for the partner to remain open to be learning how to work with a startup. They're both very different environments, the corporate environment and the startup environment. And so we've been running programs with both the startup and the partner on how to become ready to be able to work together. Procurement, legal, how to implement the solution. And inshallah, this is, today is just the winner announcement. The goal is now to be implementing this, seeing more projects come to life. Of course, the talk is all about sustainability and this is the year of sustainability, but why are we shifting the focus only on sustainability and agriculture. Moreover, what is the importance of shifting our focus towards that direction of uh, sustainability? I think we can all recognize that climate change is a massive threat. It's probably the largest threat that we are facing today as a society. And it's very important for us to be able to address that in everything that we do in our sustainable practices as a company, but also in bringing that innovation forward through youth. So at Shira, we do a lot of activities with startups as well as with youth. We just recently ran a sustainability hackathon because we want to cultivate that in a mindset that what you are doing should incorporate ESG practices. And I think we're proud to say that Sharjah has always been the green capital. There is a lot that we do here, whether it's with BIA Group or with the recent wheat farm announcement. And we want to be continuing to fuel that movement. And what is the golden word of advice that you would like to give to those startups that want to incorporate the sustainability goals and initiatives into their projects? I think it starts at the very beginning. It starts, like I said, at a mindset level. It starts with the team that you hire. And I think it's very important for startups, if, especially when they're looking to raise or get funding, they also have to incorporate ESG practices. And it applies not only in how you work, how you hire, but also the product that you create. I think if anyone wants to stand out today, whether you're talking about any sector, whether it's beauty or in the, the sustainability sector, there is a lot of clean veganism, sustainable products coming out. And I think it gives you an added advantage when you're looking to be able to sell to the consumers, because that mindset is very important for the consumers today. And also when you're looking to raise investment. I'm going to ask you your favorite question, of course. And how has, <laughs> how has Shira helped um, entrepreneurs? so far in embarking on their entrepreneurial journey and starting their own startups? I think when I think of Shira, I always think of us playing the role of a co-founder. It's very important for us to be there for the startup through the highs and the lows. And the way that we support startups since 2016 is by running acceleration and incubation programs. But as you graduate for the program, it's not a closed door. We always have the doors open for our alumni and we continue to connect them to coaches, to customers, to capital and to community. Um, and we're here to ride the wave with them. Well, it's a proud moment, of course, for Shura because it's such a great entrepreneurship hub um, for those entrepreneurs who are just coming out and trying to find their way or pave their way in their journey. One um, project, one of the actually winners, happens to be the Green Future Project Company who won or they won towards achieving net carbon emissions category within the Sharjah Sustainable City Challenge. And uh, of course, they worked also under the wing of Shura or under the guidance of Shira as well. Um, and I got to speak with the co-founder of this project, Zain al Tarauna, one of the co-founders. And I got to ask her about, you know, of course, her feelings, when uh, how, how they or her and her partner's feelings on them winning and also their journey. I told her, take us through the journey from start to finish for those 
um, aspiring entrepreneurs who are listening to you right now and of course incorporating those uh, sustainable goals within their work ethic and how did that happen and why did they why was that so important for them to incorporate the sustainability aspect to their work um, and what inspired them to do so and of course the road to COP28 we even got to, to touch on that and uh, she already talked about projects uh, for COP28 that she would like to also present so this is my conversation with Zain al Tarawna. So first of all, um, how do you feel in being chosen as the winner for the Sharjah Access Challenge? Uh, we're very uh, enthusiastic as Green Future Project. Um, I'm very excited to be in the Sharjah headquarters and to see um, the other startups that won this POC. Uh, we're very, we're keen to explore um, how our solutions can work with different businesses and Sharjah Sustainable City is uh, an excellent business to work closely with um, and moreover we're excited to expand in the UAE um, and beyond the UAE in the region so this is a great opportunity for us. Please talk to us about your Green Future project, what is it all about? So we're a one-stop shop platform for uh, corporate sustainability practices. So what that means is that we provide an end-to-end solution helping businesses throughout their whole decarbonization journey. We help them measure, uh, reduce, offset, track and trace, all from one place. So the idea is that we really simplify climate action on behalf of businesses and we make it accessible and easy to you know, train their employees, to speak to their customers, to their stakeholders. So it's not this complicated challenge where they don't know where to start. So that's our uh, value proposition that we make it very streamlined and simple to engage in um, what we think is the most important thing uh, for the decade of action. And how did you come up with this idea? What inspired you? Did you see other projects that inspired you to do this? So I'm one of the co-founders, one of three, and the idea incepted from uh, the founder who was on a, a trip in Ecuador shooting a documentary on deforestation. And the initiation of this idea happened when he was uh, filming this um, documentary about you know, the deforestation that was going on the Amazon rainforest and saw these logs of dripping resin coming out from these very precious forests. Um, And along the way, he saw one tree that had a sign that said, for sale for $50. He took a picture of it, he posted it on social media, and everyone started reaching out that they want to help save the tree. So the idea came and he was like, okay, so why don't we create something that people want to make a change, they don't know where to start. At the time, I was um, working with the Museum for the United Nations, helping with um, building green rooftops around Amman, Jordan. So my background is an impact in green, but it's more in like a production uh, strategy execution perspective. So I joined Pietro to help him build this platform. And then we were joined by the third co-founder, Briano, uh, to make it a reality. And uh, the rest is history. So now it brings me to the next question. Can you take us through your entrepreneurial journey from start to finish, especially now with the support of Shira, of course, they're giving lending hand. And also you can incorporate with your, you giving us a glimpse on your journey uh, if you worked on other projects before similar to this. Sure. Um, my entrepreneurial journey has been very diverse. Uh, I've always been attracted to impact and that's been the common thread. So whether it's uh, social, economic, uh, then that's translated very naturally to environmental impact because at the end of the day that connects everything. Um, I've uh, worked across politics, journalism, film, uh, always in small realities, uh, building things 
from this from scratch um, with a thread of um, the importance of storytelling and creativity to solving uh, impact-driven uh, problems. For example, within the, in the climate crisis, my greatest challenge and my greatest challenge as an entrepreneur was translating that into something that's understandable to a common individual. Uh, it's so complicated, it's so scientific, it's so far away that no one really can see it, touch it, smell it, uh, unless they're experiencing, uh, experiencing it firsthand. So um, my personal challenge and then entering Green Future Project with it is how do we make this accessible? How do we tell the story of climate action and highlight it as a common human um, problem that we're all going to have to come together and face. So Green Future Project's goal is to scale impact. So we work with projects across the world, four different continents. We have 19 projects. We support coral, uh, coral restoration, mangrove restoration, renewable and forest protection. And our goal is to keep expanding our portfolio and funneling capital to these solutions by working with businesses um, who will help us get to that goal because the power is in the corporates and in the governments today. Where do you see this project in the future impacting the environment positively? Honestly, uh, in what ways? I think uh, in, very, in multiple ways because uh, our approach to impact is holistic. So there's three main things that we look for all of our projects. We look at um, socioeconomic development and impact, so supporting communities and investing in communities or helping businesses invest in communities that have a very strong community um, and uh, socioeconomic impact. Uh, two is biodiversity, so protection of flora and fauna. And three, carbon absorption. So these three, like our golden triangle of, of criteria is what is at the core of Green Future Project. And for example, we're very grateful for Shira to give us this opportunity with the Sharjah Sustainable City because uh, they are, you know, as it is in the name, sustainable at their core. So us being their digital technology partner that will help them actualize their goals is an amazing opportunity for us to work together and hopefully see that model and replicate it across uh, Sharjah um, as well as the UAE and, and beyond to the whole Middle East. That's our vision and the world is our, our goal because we're, that's what we're protecting at the end of the day. But we have to start somewhere. Sky's the limit, of course. Um, lastly, you mentioned during the forum that you're working on a series of webinars and events for COP28 and beyond. Can you elaborate on that? Sure. So one of the observations that we had with um, being in the UAE um, is that uh, there's a lot of action, um, you know, vision, which is really inspiring. However, we found that there was a bit of a gap of climate literacy and awareness. People didn't know where to start. Um, and that's, I think, to the to the very fact that COP28 was selected to be in the UAE. So people were kind of, you know, trying to make all these goals, net zero goals, plant a thousand mangroves. Um, but they didn't really understand why and how. And we wanted to bring that down to earth. So this is why the series is called Down to Earth. We wanted to take it back to the ABCs, the Climate Literacy 101. Uh, we actually launched it today. So we did a series of webinars for investors, corporates and startups. Um, and the event was called What on Earth? is the E in ESG. And we, it was one hour where we went through a, a very basic synopsis of climate change, where it came from, the actions that are done there, but then how do businesses have an actionable plan and green print, as we call it, to reach these goals, not just through, as we heard in the, in the event today, theory, 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 but in practice. So our goal with Down to Earth is to prep businesses for COP28, but more importantly beyond. 
because this is what this is where the impact will happen. COP28 is going to be a great opportunity to shape, showcase innovation, but the important impact is going to be the continuation longevity of these efforts, which is going to happen after. Um, so yeah, I uh, invite you to keep uh, keep track of Down to Earth, and uh, it's open. So our goal is to build a community. Everyone is welcome. Um, they're going to be a mix between webinars and uh, uh, real life events. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 7am.